0: totally fine i have a lot more stories that you do yeah (laughs) that you do guilty as charged (laughs) with the stories hi friends hey welcome once again to i've got something to say thank you for tuning in and listening to this podcast i really appreciate each and every one of you who take the time out of your busy life to listen to stories about my life. This week's episode is titled, Does Your Face Hurt? In 1992, I got married for the first time. Um, (laughs) And now I'm married for the second time. I'm getting better each time, which is good for me and and for the people I'm married to, I think. Uh, But this very first time I got married, I was young. I was right out of college. And I know those of you that know my age are like, wait, you got out of college in 92? Well, I I got my bachelor's and I stayed and I got my master's. Um, It worked out well for me. It took a little bit longer, but I got a graduate assistantship, which paid for graduate school. Um, That's another story for another time, but it just made sense. So I get out of school and I'm getting married in July of 92, I've just started my first real job as a disability counselor for the Disability Determinations Services. Um, But me and my fiancé can't wait to get married. So even though I have, like, no vacation time saved up, I've only been working for a couple of months. Like, we are going to get married. So the idea was, hey, let's get married. We'll do a honeymoon sometime later because I've got no time off from work. We got no money. We're just two young kids trying to make it in this world starting out. So we were fine with that. But then a weird thing happened where for whatever reason, and I don't remember the specifics of why, but every airline offered this sale in 1992 where for $125 on whatever airline you could get a round trip ticket anywhere in the United States. And even then, I was like, "Eh, I mean, why? We'll wait till we have more money. We'll wait till I have some time off. But my good friend, Pat Barnhart, was like, Chris, this is a heck of an opportunity. You need to take advantage of this and do something. So 250 bucks for each of us to fly round trip somewhere. So I went and talked to my boss at work and she decided or found out that they could give me two days off of work without pay. Because I didn't have any vacation time saved up. So what we worked out was we were getting married on a Saturday. We could fly somewhere Saturday night. get married Saturday afternoon. Have a quick reception. Get on the airplane. And then spend Saturday, Sunday, and Monday somewhere. Fly back Tuesday. I'm back at work on Wednesday. So we got a three-day honeymoon. We thought, well, where's someplace in the continental U.S. we could go that would be cool? So we decided on San Francisco. You know, why not? San Francisco's a lovely town. So much to do and to see. I left my heart there. So we set up this honeymoon. We didn't have a lot of time to plan for it. We didn't know what we were going to do. Um, so we take off for San Francisco after we get married. Now, I'm, what, 24, I think, at the time. Uh, it was very interesting because we land in San Francisco. I've reserved a rental car. I get there and I give them my ID and they're like, oh, sir, I'm sorry. You have to be 25 to rent a car. I'm like, it's not like I'm running for Congress here. I just want I, I have a driver's license. Um, the people were very nice. And we went back and forth for a long time. And then finally, the lady's like, well, where do you work? I go, "I work for the state of Missouri. And she clicked clacks on her keyboard. She's like, oh, good news. She goes, if we say you're here on a work trip then I can rent you the car. Like, oh, yes, please. However that works. So we're so late getting into San Francisco. We got to our hotel room that Saturday night, at like 2 in the morning San Francisco time, which would be 4 in the morning here. So it was just insane. So we didn't have a lot of time to spend in San Francisco. And we didn't really know what we were going to do. So, you know, I know we went to Alcatraz. Other than that, we just kind of hung out in the hotel room. And you would think, all right, honeymoon, hotel room. Bow-chicka-bow-wow. I mean, I'm not going to say none of that went on, but it's not like it was crazy time. So we actually spent a lot of time just in the swimming pool, and there weren't a lot of people there for whatever reason. So it would just be me and my wife in the swimming pool, hanging out, doing our thing. And on our second to the last day there, so that would have been, well, geez, it probably would have been Sunday, our first full day there. We're in the swimming pool, and we've been talking, and we've, you know, we've already done whatever newlyweds do. You can figure it out. You all have imaginations. So we're out in the swimming pool, and I'm just kind of bored at that point. And I'm like, hey, check this out, I say to my bride. I can swim all the way across the pool underwater without coming up for air. So I do it, and it's not a great big pool, so it's kind of easy. So I go back and forth a couple of times, and I keep telling her, hey, watch this, like she's interested in watching me swim underwater. So I decide, you know what, I'm going to up the stakes a little bit here. So I tell her, hey, Rhonda, check this out. I'm going to swim across the pool underwater without coming up for air, but I'm going to do it man from Atlantis style. Now, I don't know how many of you were fans of the Patrick Duffy show, Man from Atlantis. Um, but he was a man from Atlantis and thrust into the world of the terrestrials, those of us who live on land. But he still had his ability to swim and breathe underwater. He had webbed fingers. And the way that he would swim, um, as some of you might remember, is his hands were down at his side. Like, even though his hands were webbed, he didn't really use them to help him swim, which is totally dumb, but he didn't. And he would, like, gesticulate or vibrate his body up and down. um, Kind of like if you've seen somebody doing the worm dance move, only they have their arms out in front of them, kind of pushing them up off the floor. This is underwater with his arms by his side, and he would just move his body back and forth so i'm underwater and i've already announced to my wife that i'm going to do this so i'm like i i have to see this through and i've said i'm going to do it man from atlanta style so i have to stay true to that so i go underwater i have my arms down at my side and i start just totally vibrating my body up and down and up and down and i'm doing pretty good I can tell that I am making good time across the pool. I started at the deep end because in the deeper water, you have to work harder to get some uh, propulsion going. The thought being, let me use most of my energy up front here in the deep water. Then when I get to the shallow water, I can just kick it out and I'm done. You know, I've expended most of my energy, but I don't need it on the back nine, if you know what I'm saying. So I'm going up and down with my arms down at my side. Um, I go from the deep end and apparently I went a little deeper than I thought I had gone. So it's it's got like a slope that goes up from the deep end into the shallow end. Well, I get in to the shallow end and I'm thinking I'm up pretty high in the pool, but I'm not. I'm still about four feet deep. So as I am just like as I said, gesticulating, I love that word, gesticulating my body. I, I thrust my hips down, my heads up. And then in a, a quick, um, and very deft motion, I thrust my hips up and my face down and I smash my face on the bottom of the pool. Extremely hard. I can tell that this isn't pretty at this point. So as much as I would like to impress my wife, because I want to show that I'm a man of my word. I said I'm swimming across this pool like the man from Atlantis, and damn it, I'm going to see it through. I come up from the bottom of the pool when I've just entered the shallow end and say something like, oh, my God, fucking my, my lip is bleeding, and it is already puffed up like nobody's business, like immediate swelling took place. Blood seriously was streaming down my face. Um, I almost went all the way through my upper lip with my front tooth. Um, It was so very, very painful. I actually cracked my front tooth uh, because I hit it so hard on the bottom of the pool. We're on our honeymoon, right? We're supposed to be kissing and doing things with our mouths. And now I've put my mouth out of commission for the next two days of my three-day honeymoon. Um, you know what? And and God bless my ex-wife. She had every right to make fun of me, to divorce me, to question what decision she had made um, for the remainder of her life, or at least a good portion of it. Um, but I got to say, she was nothing but sweet about it. And I remember I got on the airplane to go home. And, oh, God, I can't remember the movie we were watching. It was two ice skaters. I don't think it was Ice Castles. It was something after that. But it was about a hockey guy who got hurt, and then he became um, a figure skater. It's A lot of guys have watched this movie and really liked it. (laughs) But I'm watching the movie, and they're having this love story. And I'm thinking, that is so cool, man. People fall in love. And I'm like, well, I'm in the middle of a great love story right now. And then I got up to go pee, and I looked at my dumb swollen up lip and my cracked tooth in the mirror and i thought you know what whiting you get what you deserve well that does it for this edition of i've got something to say hey thanks so much for tuning in and listening i really appreciate it Um, If you thought this story was good, I've got like 40 others that are already out there and more to come. So please make sure to tune in, to download, to stream um, this podcast, but not just this one. I want you to stream every piece of quality content that's available on the KCTK network. My big thanks to my friend Paul and KCTK for making this happen and producing this podcast. And we'll talk to you next time.